Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Monday here on this program. And you know what that means. We had a lot to talk about from a very busy weekend. Haven't been here since Thursday, if I've got my math right. And thus, we've got a lot to talk about over the last several days. Like what, you ask? Well, last night was WWE... Not extreme rules. It was not very extreme. We had one extreme rules match that ended with equipment malfunction. That was the main event of the show. And a number of other matches as well. If you like if you like basic WWE sports entertainment action, have I got the show for you. If you want blow-away matches and extreme stipulations and violence and blood... Well, that's not the show for you. But anyway... We can talk about that as well as the SmackDown show, which was the go-home show for that on Friday. We got Raw tonight, which in fact is opening with a world championship match. Because you see, last night on the show, they did an unannounced match with the WWE champion. They just started the show with it. It wasn't advertised on television or anything like that. It was, uh, it was Big E and the rest of the New Day versus Bobby Lashley, AJ, and Omos. And the WWE champion Big E, Big E Langston, pinned Bobby Lashley in the middle of the ring with his move. Clean. Pinned him. Then they announced that Lashley would be getting a championship match to open Raw tonight. And there was a lot more on the pay-per-view as well. That was just the first match. So anyway, we'll tell you about that, as well as the Rampage show On Friday night, we've got the location for the Full Gear show, the location for the Royal Rumble, and much, much more. So stick around. Back in a moment, everybody. Wrestling Observer Live. According 
According to research, 82% of people remember radio ads. That means that 82% of you listening right now will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, 82% of you will recall that ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And 82% of you will note that you can try ZipRecruiter for free today. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash find. 82% of you will keep in mind that ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified people for your job and actively invites them to apply. Is that you? Who are you talking to? 82% of you will also know that I, um, live with my mom. But the most important thing to note is that ZipRecruiter works. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Will you be part of the 82% who remember where you can try ZipRecruiter for free? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash find. Again, that exclusive link is ZipRecruiter.com slash find. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash find. O'Reilly Auto Parts specializes in keeping your car on the road. Not sure how much life is left in your battery? Our professional parts people will test it for free. If it does need to be replaced, we'll help you find just the right one to fit your car. Our superstar batteries are built to handle even the toughest conditions. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new rate advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Angie's List is now Angie, and getting your to-do list done just got easier. Between back to school and with the holidays around the corner, it can feel like there's no time to tackle home projects. Whether you need help with emergency repairs or major upgrades, Angie matches you with top local pros who can get the job done right. Browse reviews, see upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Save time for what matters most. Book your next project at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Last night was Extreme Rules. The WWE pay-per-view with no Extreme Rules matches with the exception of the one main event which led to a night, uh, two hours and 40 minutes of fans chanting for tables and such, and they and they didn't get them. Because you know what? They bought tickets for Extreme Rules and then got a bunch of wrestling matches. And if you like WWE-style sports entertainment matches, have I got the show for you. We had The New Day beating Lashley, AJ, and Omos. 
when Big E, the unadvertised WWE champion, pinned Bobby Lashley in the middle of the ring with his move clean. And I don't want to hear any arguments. It was a clean finish. I'm sorry that Lashley hit his own partner. It's a tag match. It's a clean finish. This led immediately to an angle where Bobby Lashley, who was pinned in the middle of the ring by the WWE champion, demanding and being granted a championship match to kick off Raw tonight. The action was better than you would get in your average Raw six-man. The Usos beat the Street Profits. The action was better than you would get in your average SmackDown tag team match. But not a lot better, just a little bit better. It was fine. The Usos ended up getting the win over the Street Profits to retain the SmackDown tag team titles. Charlotte Flair faced Alexa Bliss in a match that apparently was better on the road. This match was, it was all right, and the finish was horrific. Charlotte threw a doll at Alexa Bliss, which I don't care what any of you say. That should be disqualification. But she threw the doll at her. She then kicked her in the face, and she pinned her. Charlotte then tore up the doll, and we got five straight minutes. How long did the match go? The match went 11. So it wasn't quite as long as the match itself. But five straight minutes of a grown man dressed like a 10-year-old with white goo coming out of her mouth, crying because her doll had been torn up. She was more devastated that her doll had been ruined than that she did not win the World Wrestling Entertainment Women's Championship for the SmackDown brand. Who cares about that? Her doll! By the way, you can buy the doll at the gimmick table for 25 bucks but this was this was enough for her to cry and froth at the mouth for for five straight minutes damian priest beat jeff hardy and sheamus this match had some heat because the fans loved jeff hardy but alas he was defeated damian priest rolled up sheamus and pinned him to retain the title becky lynch and bianca belair I don't know if you've heard this or not, but when the show started, they had a commercial for Extreme Rules, which included Becky Lynch, of all people, stating to you, the viewer, that, and I quote, anything goes at Extreme Rules. And then, of course, of all matches, her match ended in a disqualification when, after 18 minutes, Sasha Banks just ran in for the DQ and beat up both women. And then in the main event, Roman Reigns defeated Finn Balor. Finn Balor hit the double foot stomp. The Usos ran in. He laid them out. He got speared through the barricade. And then heartbeats played. Red light filled the arena. And Finn Balor was resurrected as New Jack. He began running wild as his music played in the background. And then this poor geek went up to the top rope. And the rope just broke. And this poor fool fell into the ring and was speared and pinned. Negligence on the part of the company. Unsafe working environment. But damn it, he lost. We got to move on to Brock Lesnar, they said. So that's the end of the demon. His first loss as a result of equipment malfunction. Who would have ever thought? Some bad finishes on this show. And the worst part was, it's not like, hey, you know, let's do some bad finishes at the beginning of the show and then do some stuff to make the folks happy. 
No. Let's do the bad finishes at the end of the show to send you home miserable that you bought a ticket to Extreme Rules, and in the only Extreme Rules match, the ring broke, leading to the finish. I was accused of being biased because I thought that sucked. But you know what, everyone? It sucked. I am unbiased by telling you it sucked. What do you think of the show, Mike? <laughs> it's a nice overview you gave of everything. Of course it is. Right it's my job. Did a fine job right there. Um, I don't want this to sound condescending. Everybody worked real. I'm not talking to you. Do your homework. The child, what is wrong with these people? What did he this yell? Did it happens. sucked? That he You're right, saying, Avery. He wanted it. It did. It did. A lot, a lot of it did. But you don't want this to sound condescending. But seriously, everybody worked really hard. Even though a lot of moments in many of these matches or some of these matches everything was not humming <laughs> so there were some sloppy moments but it was really if you watch this show in a vacuum and just chuck your brain i mean you see these athletes just kicking ass and doing what they are asked to do what they are you know ordered to go out there and, and what they are in their confinements that they are stuck in like the Usos and the Street Profits were great. It's just that we've seen it so many times. And again, they're confined with what they want certain endings to be and things like that. Charlotte Flair and Alexa Bliss, I mean, if they're just like hitting each other, it's great. When you add in all of the other stuff in the afterbirth of that that went on forever with that doll and then... You know, they forgot one old wrestling, you know, rule that you need to have. You put a little water in your mouth, do something before you drop the Alka-Seltzer tablet in there. That way you can actually foam up and, and it'll actually look like something. But again, if you, again, watching the show in a vacuum, if you don't care and you're just a WWE fan that's looking to be entertained for three hours and you're not watching every show every single week or anything like that, it was a fun show. But when you have the five minutes <laughs> that took place with Alexa Bliss and the fact that, you know, where is this leading to? Chucky? You know, seriously, what, what, why, why, I would want this to go away, but I just don't think it will. And it, and it sucks. You know, the, the Damian Priest, Jeff Hardy, Sheamus thing. Jeff Hardy's probably going to get shuffled back down, even though he got the reaction that he did, even though he should be somewhere higher than the 24-7 tier where he was a couple of weeks ago. I don't have any faith in them doing anything with him or, or, or taking advantage of, of the reaction that he got last night. And as much as I like Damian Priest and Sheamus, we're going to see that a zillion more times. I like it, but we're going to see it a zillion more times. The way Sasha re-debuted by attacking both of them, I didn't like that. The Big E situation with the Lashley match where Lashley just curses a lot and then after he's beaten twice cleanly, now he wants another title shot and he's given it because that's how WWE works. The show just books itself as it goes along. I just, again, when you want to put critical thought into it, it's no bueno. It's just another WWE show with silly rules, like no extreme rules on an extreme rules pay-per-view. But again, in that little vacuum, if that's what you like, then I'm sure you had a great night last night. Oh, did we ever have some people that had a great night last night? <laughs> but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this after the break. Cause I have a couple of things that I want to mention that I didn't get a chance to mention the other day. But uh, anyway, first off, a couple of news notes confirming a rumor that had been floated since mid-September. AW officially announced 
full gear will take place at the Target Center, Minneapolis, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Saturday, November 12th. Fightful reported last week many members of the roster were set to appear on November 13th. a big event in New York City, but needed to be rescheduled to the 14th instead. Announcement was essentially a formality. Kevin A.W. announced this Friday that the uh, the November 11th rampage would be held at the Target Center. <laughs> WWE has also revealed the host city for the 2022 Royal Rumble. It was announced today that the Dome at America's Center in St. Louis will host next year's Royal Rumble. Saturday, January 29th. Another Saturday pay-per-view, everybody. January 29, 2022. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Look at this comment section. It is all about Zach Sabre Jr., the man that you have insulted for years I on insulted end. Him. You're an idiot. They're talking about him winning the G1. Can you imagine such a thing? Well, I mean, it could happen. Of course it could happen. Because, I mean, they got three days of the Dome, so, like, who cares who wins? Now, oh, uh, I want to uh, <laughs> I want to mention something here. Yes. So, yesterday I was uh, I was watching Hell in a Cell. I'm, what, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It wasn't Hell in a Cell. It was Extreme Rules. But it ties yeah. into Hell in a Cell. I was watching Extreme Rules, and Hell in the car. Finn Balor's playing New Jack. He goes up to that top rope. He stands there for an eternity while they figure out how to break it. And then the top rope breaks, and he falls into the ring like an idiot, and he gets pinned. Oh. And I, I tweeted laughter. Okay. Now, listen. You know what? I don't know if you guys realize this or not, but when I was a youngster, I was, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old, 15. I only watched one wrestling program. That was WWF. I didn't watch any NWA, WCW. I watched WWF, and I was a man. I loved it. And all my favorite guys were in WWF, the Bret Hart's, Mr. Perfect, Shawn Michaels, all these guys. Man, I loved it. But you know what? It wasn't tied into my personal identity, which it apparently is for some of these people on Twitter. I laughed at that finish, and man, you should have seen how mad people got at me. And I thought, you know what? I understand, like, loving WWE and everything like that. But, I mean, do these people think that, like, Finn Balor went backstage and went... Bro, that spot where I had to flop like a dead fish, and then I looked like an idiot because the rope broke and I got speared and pinned. Man, that was awesome. <laughs> Dude, Like that was like the best finish I've ever had in my career. You guys think that he went back and thought that? So anyway, I went back to, uh, I, I found a tweet after, remember Hell in a Cell with Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, and Seth Rollins? Yes. And uh, it was horrible. Yes. And I, I tweeted something about how the fans, and by the way, that wasn't even an opinion. I was just pointing out that during this match, fans were chanting for AEW. I didn't even give an opinion. I just I just pointed out a fact. And, boy, I went through some of the responses here. And uh, this guy here, they weren't that loud. Uh, but that wouldn't fit your anti-WWE agenda, would it? He's really mad at me because I talked about how Hell in a Cell was bad. Well, you know what's funny? What's that? I'm not the guy that wanted to fight Vince McMahon over it. <laughs> Let's look at this right here. On the newest episode of Steve Austin's Broken Skull Sessions, Seth Rollins said he was, quote, ready to go with Vince McMahon following his 2019 Hell in a Cell match with the fiend Bray Wyatt. He's not talking about going out to dinner or going to prom either. <laughs> Speaking in depth about the match that earned 2019's Wrestling Observer Newsletter Worst Match of the Year Award, Rollins said, quote, my vision for the match was a lot different than what we had to go out there and do. And that he and White, quote, did what they were told to do to the best of their ability. 
He said as it was going on, he could hear the boos intensifying. I mean, this doesn't fit my AW agenda. But I'm not saying this. This is Seth Rollins. It was a tough pill to swallow when fans ultimately didn't get the result they wanted. Should I read more of my... Should I just read this or should I read more mentions? Because those oh, are funny too. No, read a little bit more because it it's gets a It's a sucky feeling, better. he said. At the time, I came through the curtain and I was ready to strangle Vince McMahon. I'm not kidding you. TJ Wilson was there to hold me back. I stared right into Vince's eyes. I looked at him. He looked at me. We didn't say a single word to each other, and he walked out. Rollins said he sat down with Paul Heyman, who was creative director of Raw at the time, and had a conversation. He then talked to Vince McMahon the next day. I was much calmer, and I said, quote, let's talk about this. We need to figure out what we're doing here, because that can't happen again. Can you imagine, by the way, what my mentions would have been if I would have said, Seth Rollins needs to sit down with Vince and have a talk with him, because something like this can never happen again. Can you imagine? Yeah, well, it actually happened, according to Seth Rollins. Now, you know, on that same topic, do you guys remember right around WrestleMania time where Dave was talking about how there had been a plan for Becky Lynch to return at WrestleMania? I think we talked about it on this show as well, and, and she didn't. And then we had to put up with months of people talking about how uh, Dave makes up stories. You know, he, he probably heard something from some person that, was on the internet or something like that and he ran with it but he doesn't know what he's talking about what a fool Becky Lynch told talk sport that her facing Bailey at Mania 37 this past April was an idea that had been thrown around talked about returning at SummerSlam they called me last minute she said oh gosh I thought I was going to be back at Mania I was ready to come back at Mania ah, but look I got the call at SummerSlam I stayed ready I stayed ready. And then she notes her original return date was October. Which, by the way, Dave noted originally she's going to come back in October, and he was ridiculed. Oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, anyway, there's some news for all of you. You can go into my mentions and go nuts again. It is funny how things like that work. Mm. Yeah, I can only imagine. I'll bet Finn was backstage just doing his happy face. Well, Brian, you God, see they gave, they gave him an out. New Japan is the prince and NXT, <laughs> Brian, those awesome matches I had to take over. But, man, the pinnacle of my career was when I got up in that top rope and it broke. And I was but, speared and pinned. But what the are you first, talking the about? The first loss for the Fiend. Yeah, but, 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 but Brian, uh. they gave him an out. An out? Yeah, you know what, Mike? You give someone an out when you do a rematch. They immediately start talking about another guy. Oh, we're going to Brock Lesnar now. Let it play out. Yeah, let it be, you know, let these types of things play out. Uh, I got the reaction I wanted for today, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Wanted to see you get a little bit angrier about this. Well, anyway, I haven't... A little s- bit more fired up as we lead into Raw tonight. I mean, is there any other reason to be fired up about Raw tonight? Uh, dude, we got a championship match to open the show. We got a main event. But well, we got a championship match to open the show. I hope they do a championship match to set up a multi-man main event. That's, yeah. That's, well, That's what I'm expecting for tonight. But I guess we'll see. Well, will we, we see the revival of Lily? Will we see Chucky? I'm serious. Hey, you know what we're going to have Chucky this week? Thing, I'm not dropping this Chucky Forget all this thing. other crap. You know what we're going to have this week on Wednesday? What? We're going to have a special interview 
with the new Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Roxy is going to be on this show. You are excited. About I am this. excited about this. I've been you putting are... her over for weeks now. We you finally have. got her on the show. I'm very excited. She's great. Excellent did she, wrestler. Did she have a lot of other better stuff to do before now than appear on our show? No, but we had guests up the up the wazoo, and finally we have an open Wednesday. So here we go. This person here notes the ropes were rigged during the promo. I was there live. So the which which promo was it? There was a lot of promos on that show. Well, but yes, they. I mean, they. Uh, it just. I guess is that really a revelation? It, do I do mean, want to know. Happened for real? You know, I would like to know how they rigged those ropes because he did come off the top rope once and the thing didn't break. Can you imagine oh. if he got up for the first coup de gras and the ropes broke then early? What Montez style? And don't on think SmackDown? that can't happen. Don't give me this. Oh, that would never happen in WWE because on SmackDown, yeah. Montez jumped up on the announce table to do a spot <laughs> and the table broke. And professional, though, I'll give him that. You know, knew enough with Roman being on the other side of those steps to go run over and <laughs> just just not sit there and stare at it with his mouth hanging open. Actually, he went and, and ran and did that. But I am really upset that it took all of this time after Bray Wyatt was already released. All we had to do was, was pay somebody to gimmick the ropes. And then that way, that red light that would always come on during his matches would just go away. And by the way, by the way, how is it that, like, the fall from the top rope would be enough to, like, kill a demon when he came back to life outside the Bro, ring? It wasn't like... that it killed him. It was that he expected to be able to do a move, but he fell down, and this was enough distraction for him to be speared and pinned. That's is, what is happened. It... Look, I don't know a lot about this stuff. Like, the, the woman watches American Horror Story and all this sort of other weird stuff, so I'm not down with this stuff. But, like, isn't a demon the undead? Like, aren't they like an evil, like, a devil? A demon is or a demon, like is an evil spirit. So it's a spirit. Do spirits have ligaments? To, like, he didn't, when they fall, he didn't knee? tear his ligament. But he fell down holding his, he his fell knee. Down. It was an like, unexpected fall. It's kind of a whack demon, then, if that's all it is. Bro, I mean, this, is your with this, fall, this is your problem demon. with this. This is your problem with this. You're a spirit. You should be expecting the unexpected, should you not? He's not really a demon, he's a guy with paint on. Brian, he, he came back to road. life. They played. He wasn't big actually bass. dead. Well, they—that's what they wanted to show. I mean, this no, is they were this telling is what some they were doing. Dumb story. Oh, it was stupid. This person says, "I'm in agreement that last night was not extreme." Well, I hope you're in agreement. If you'd like to argue this, that I'd, I'd be more interested in hearing that than being in agreement. It was just regular dream rules. He writes. See, this is how that show was fun last night. Can you believe night. that? I was saying. What, good. Dave, I don't know if it was an actual argument when he was arguing with me, but it kind of was. That it was like the fans' fault for chanting, We want tables while the guys were wrestling. I'm like, bro. They spent their hard earned money to buy tickets months ago for a show that was called Extreme Rules. You proceeded to give them no Extreme Rules matches for two and a half hours, and you're going to blame them for wanting tables? What? Maybe. Maybe they heisted some jewelry. I don't know. Finn Balor transforming into the demon. Feels like mob reaching 100% on mob psycho. It felt like a it felt like a fish out of water. Did you guys see that when he laid on the ground? He'd go, yeah. Bleh. Now, as a... I bet he loved a, that, by the way. I bet he went home and talked to his wife, and she goes, Did you have a fun day at work? Yeah, I flopped like a fish on the ground. 
He's going to write about that in his, his memoir as one of his highlights of his career when he flopped like a fish and then fell off the ropes like an idiot and was pinned. And you're mad at me. Back in a moment, Observer Live. So as you guys know, Mark's gone. The float artist at Fred's Floral just took off days before the parade. They need a replacement before business passes them by. Oh, and who am I going to get to finish the float? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new Rate Advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, come on! Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. If you want to, uh, you know what? If you want to call us. Oh, boy. Yeah, they're open. They're open, but I got some other things I got to talk about. So just uh, just call and, and hang out for a while, everybody. 
That is 844-913-2727. Or send your messages, 425-780-7566. Text messages. We had Rampage on uh, Friday night, which was a it was a fun show. CM Punk beat Will Hobbs in the opener. They had a good match. They gave Will Hobbs a ton. And finally, at the end, he was beaten by the go-to-sleep. So CM Punk calling his shot as well, just like John Moxley always does. 13 minutes, good wrestling action. In fact, that match right there, that one match on Rampage, was almost longer than every match on SmackDown put together. SmackDown had 16 minutes of action in two hours. The opener on Rampage got 14 minutes. So anyway, then we had Adam Cole and the Young Bucks versus Christian Cage and the Jurassic Express. And they had a fun match. Boom, boom, boom. You know how it goes. And um, Luchasaurus was pinned. And afterwards, they announced that this coming Wednesday on Dynamite, it is Adam Cole versus the Jungle Boy. And I presume the Jungle Boy is doing another job here. And we'll see. Sometimes I, I, I think things and then it turns out all right. When I hear this on paper, I do not think that Jungle Boy needs to be doing yet another singles job. And I don't think that Cole should be beaten right now. But they must have done this for a reason, so I guess we'll find out what the reason is and how the match is on Wednesday. Men of the Year beat Jericho and Jake Hager, and then they did this angle afterwards with the American top team. And, oh, my God, Jorge Masvidal. (laughs) This guy was just like... He came out, and there's people in MMA that aren't wrestlers that are very good at carrying themselves as superstars. But then they got to do some spot, and it looks horrible. Not Jorge Masvidal. This guy came out looking like a megastar. And then he did this running snap. It was like, you know, people might get mad, but, like, Kenny Omega was salivating over this V-trigger. My God. God, did he kill Chris Jericho with this running knee. I don't know where they're going. I don't know if they're going to actually try to do like a multi-person pro wrestling match with all these MMA fighters. Please. But that was a great angle, and Masvidal just looked like a megastar. We had Lucha Brothers, Santana and Ortiz beating Private Party, Butcher and the Blade. My young Padawan, Jack Evans, was then told he must face Orange Cassidy Friday in a hair match. Can you imagine? He was not happy about that. Probably because he saw my hair match with Vinny. <laughs> Realized it's never, it's never a good idea. Well, that's what's happening. Penelope Ford beat Anna Jay with the Nux. Hardy Family Office came out. Ty Conti came out. Giant Brawl. Dark Order sent everybody packing. But then they had their own kerfluffle, which I presume is leading to the return at some point. I don't think soon, but at some point of uh, Hangman Adam Page. It's coming Wednesday on Dynamite. We got Jungle Boy Adam Cole, Penelope Ford, and Bunny versus Ed and Jay and Ty Conti. And Friday, we got Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans. Hair versus hair. And then the main event was John Moxley and Eddie Kingston versus Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki. I thought this match was just like... You could see that there were there were limitations put on them by the New York State Athletic Commission because, I mean, there was no juice... They had to be very careful with what kind of violence they did. But, I mean, they had a good match. Suzuki's awesome. And then, at the end, Homicide made his AEW debut. 
and got a huge pop when they hit his music, even though no one knew the music, but they saw the words homicide on the ramp. Eddie ran wild, and then uh, Eddie Kingston pinned Lance Archer after hitting him repeatedly in the head with a kendo stick as a trash can was on it. Sent the fans home happy. I thought this was an excellent two-hour rampage. But I still do prefer a one-hour show. Just want to get that out there. It became an all-time great card for those people that were there live. I mean, when you stick those hours together and you get the couple of matches from Dark that were on there too, you know, the people that have talked about it, did anybody have a bad time? Doesn't sound like it. So if if they did, it probably wasn't AEW's fault that it happened. The shows, both of them, and it's hard not to, to, to only talk about Rampage because together everything clicked and the, the shows, again, flowed very smoothly into each other. Everybody that didn't get some FaceTime live, like Thunder Rosa or uh, who was another example of that, uh, Andrade and, and talking about Pac, you know, they got featured, you know, they got video packages and, and interviews, uh, Miro, same story. I guess Miro was out there. He slaughtered Sammy Guevara. But, like, again, they are, they clicked on everything. The shows didn't feel too busy. They were packed. Maybe you could argue a little bit too packed or whatever. Fine, you know, that you're, somebody's always going to argue about something. But I, I just thought it was really good. I thought Ricky Starks, <laughs> Ricky Starks, you can see where he can come along and be a really good announcer. You know, he was actually a little bit more timid than I thought he was going to be. But Taz and Excalibur together are just, they're so great. They they really, really are. Uh, they, I don't know if they're going to get votes for announcers of the year or combo of the year, whatever, but they probably deserve to be. And again, everything just clicked and moved everything they want going forward to the next TV show. And then, you know, obviously on into the future uh, for the next pay-per-view. Well, let's go to the phones. Anthony, you're on the air. What's going on? Yo, Brian. Yo, Mike. Yo, homies. What's going on? Uh, Before I get to my question, Brian, I'm a big Eagles fan. Eagles-Cowboys tonight for Monday Night Football. That is going to do a huge rating. So I'm not shocked they're hot-shotting. Lashley and Big E to open the show tonight. Um, but this Finn Balor thing, is this going to be another who raised the briefcase thing where it's never mentioned again? Of course it'll because never be mentioned WWE, again. You kidding me? Yep. Because they, they do stuff like this. Do you remember when Dean Ambrose grabbed that Hey, monitor bro, they have people win non-title matches. It's never mentioned again. I just, I just don't know how you can have all of this backlash and have it not be mentioned. But, again, I'm not well, going to be shocked if it is. But that's Promoters much have done that for years. Bro, they, promoters, they didn't mention how we got that. a DQ in a Hell in a Cell match. They didn't They didn't follow up on why a, a little mallet's worse than a big mallet. Look, number one, it's WWE. Number, so you're not going to get, you know, a, a proper response that you may want anyway. But it's not like promoters haven't done this when something goes sideways. They just drop it. And when the if they decide to bring the character back, which... At some point, if Finn Balor stays there long enough, they absolutely will. Then they just don't say anything about it again. They may mention the last time we saw him, he was facing Roman Reigns, but they won't mention the, the buckle breaking and him falling down and everything. It would just be him against whoever it is he would be wrestling the match again. And then, again, spotless mind sort of thing. That's the way it goes. How about so? How about when Lashley know. and uh, or no, it was uh, it was uh, who was it? Biggie and Finn Balor. Uh, beat the Usos in a non-title match, and then we never heard about it again. Yeah. Nothing ever gets hurt. I mean, of course they should, 
I mean, they should have skits where the demon is in, like, uh, the demon law firm, and there's a demon lawyer, and they're, like, running through the torts, because this guy got screwed. (laughs) That's what they should be doing. But are they going? Of course not. The last time they went to court. Maybe they can do it on BTE. What? Can Finn Balor appear on BTE if it's on YouTube? He could go to the demon lawyer on that show. At least we'd have a follow-up somewhere. I don't want to see BT. I'd rather them do it on BET than there's a chance I might actually watch it. Whatever happened to WWE's version of BTE that they claimed they were going to do? Remember that? No. That dropped off the face of the planet. Was it 2.0 that was doing it? They had some plan. You know those? Plan? Uh, Those plans. I remember WWE Japan. That didn't work out too well. WWE New York. WWE Niagara Falls. WWE Las Vegas. Yeah. Person here says it was during the Demon Roman promo they were messing the ropes. So that's another lawsuit that he's got. This ring crew. It's their fault this happened. Well. This person says, I swear when you get on one of your tirades, it always amuses me. You've become a real-life George Costanza. Is that a positive or a negative? More ways than one. More like milk toast rules. Am I right? Yes, you are right. They were very milk toast rules last night. They were extremely following the rules. Yeah, they were. Ex- it was extreme rule following. Exactly. Yes. Do you think Becky? Do you think having Becky say that and then her match ending in this? I think he meant disqualification, but he wrote a qualification, which I guess on non-extreme rules is basically what it was. Was there a bright idea of heel heat? No. What it was was they had a match, and they didn't want to beat either of them on pay-per-view, and so they brought somebody back. The whole idea was you're going to get angry at the DQ, but we'll make you feel better because we're going to send Sasha out there. That's what they did because they didn't want a winner, and they didn't want a loser, even though they tell you that wins and losses don't matter, and they train you that wins and losses don't matter. But in fact, wins and losses do matter. They didn't want to beat anybody last night. That's what happened. This series should be in contention for wrestler of the year. It's astounding how she was able to pull off two long, hard-hitting physical matches within an hour. Highlight of the weekend. Yeah, uh, tonight or today on the Filthy Tom Show, 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern, we actually will not be reviewing Stardom this week, but we will review the top three matches from the pay-per-view on next week's show. But uh, the timing didn't work out this week. Tom has also been wrestling all weekend at the New Japan Strong tapings. He literally landed in Vegas less than an hour ago. So he's got to get home and uh, get ready for this show here. You think he's actually going to go home first? Yeah, he's going home. Of course he is. I don't know. There's somebody else that lives in Vegas that called him out this weekend, and maybe Filthy may want to... Oh, my dream match I'm finally getting after all these years? Mm -hmm. Yes, Defy, November 20th, I believe. I will be there. I don't know if I'll be in uh, Tom's corner, though, because I don't want to get death rightered on my head. But it'll be John Moxley versus Filthy Tom Lawler. And I can't wait. Been oh, clamoring for that one for years. If you are in his, his corner, and then Renee can be in John's corner, and then you two can square off, and I'm putting my money on Renee. Cross-check you. Charlotte tearing up the doll, the rope snapping on the demon. It has to all be connected, right? Wrong. <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> uh, 
A demon can be resurrected by music and red light lighting, but don't slap those thighs on super kicks. You know the <laughs> rules. No leg slapping. We're but you can you can do fish flopping. That's not disallowed. This person says, I know Balor was not going to win, but shame on me for actually having a glimmer of hope during that last spot. To have him make such an incredible comeback, just to have the ring snapped and have him lose. Unbelievable. I still watch WWE pay-per-views, but after this one, I'm done. I'm tired of being a fan and being trolled and made fun of. Whereas WWE or AEW actually rewards you for being a long-time watcher. Yeah. They do reward you. Yeah. Hey, look. Things won't always be rosy there, too. They'll go through a, a bad stretch. It's just how do they get out of it and how do fans respond to it? So it happens with everybody. And Tony Khan, I talked about this on Dagan Show. There's a plug for Dagan Show this weekend. Uh, follow him on Twitch there. You know, if Tony oh, Khan there's runs the music. into music. I know, but if Tony Khan runs into a situation like he does with his sports teams, will he know it's time to step down and let somebody else do it? Back in a moment, Observer Live. have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline airline tickets book a flight today to london paris madrid or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed call the international travel department right now at low-cost airlines 800-754-4531 800-754-4531 that's 800-754-4531 I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. 
I just want to tell them it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, I got another message here from this uh, Mississippi lawyer who was uh, explaining all these torts to me last night regarding Finn Balor. He notes that Balor would not have a defamation case against me because he was, in fact, a geek. Oh, wait a second. By the way, I also didn't call him a geek with any malice. I love Finn Balor. I, I felt bad for him that he was portrayed as a geek. On the show last night. So I don't know why I would have a uh, saying on me, brother. I didn't book that finish. Question, though. If offered some money, would you say that you were being malicious so we could take it to a daytime judge show and then have you some FaceTime that way? I'm an honest man. Hmm. I'm honest and I'm saying that, yes, Dagan, I enjoyed the giant geek sign that you brought to Arthur Ashe. You should have brought it to Extreme Rules after the main event last night. That's what you should have done. Versus, I hope Brian and Filthy review the Stardom Five Star Grand Prix. Well, in fact, I just talked about that moments ago. No, we will not, but we will next week. It's not up on Stardom World right now, anyway. This person says they were not selling dolls last night. Is that true? They weren't selling dolls last night at the arena? That we need some verification on. Yeah, they have been selling those dolls. 25 bucks a doll, I've been told. Which, quite frankly, when it comes to dolls, that's a steal. It was like $10 for that box of New Day uh, cereal or something like that. You think? Yeah, I hear the music. But that's Probably okay, everybody. It is better that way. <laughs> well, we're back here. I'll be back in another hour. Filthy Tom, 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern, myself and Filthy talking New Japan Strong, which was a very fun show. SmackDown, which is a, uh, I mean, it's a lame duck show, but we'll, we'll review it anyway. And uh, much, much more. I'll be back later on tonight with Dave, here tomorrow as well. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, Twitch homies, everybody in the studio. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.